Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> Damn it, for three. Somebody tell him he's a rookie. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Believe in Clippers here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jesse Cass. Thanks so much for tuning in once again in what is a very strange and, and scary time here uh, in the United States and the world in general with the coronavirus pretty much shutting down any anything and everything. It's a, a weird time, unprecedented, something we've never really seen. Uh, and obviously that affects the Clippers amongst all of the other teams uh, that will be shut down. Uh, for the NBA, of course, it's at least a month for the NCAA uh, the tournament has been canceled, spring sports have been canceled, and across the world we're feeling the effects of the spread of this coronavirus. So it's, a, as we said, an interesting, very odd time right now. So on this week's show, we're going to obviously talk about the impacts of this on the NBA with the season being suspended, uh, what that means going forward, and kind of seeing the potential layout of what the rest of the regular season could be in the playoffs and if we potentially might not be able to see that uh, due to what's going on right now in the world. So uh, obviously there's a lot up in the air to be determined, and you know, for the most part, we really don't know. It's kind of a wait-and-see approach to see if a lot of this social distancing and getting rid of crowds and having people kind of separate and isolate right now will help. Um, so it's all kind of a TBD, but we'll talk about just kind of the lead-up to this how it happened, and uh, and give our thoughts on that. And, and also, uh, there were a few games that took place uh, before this happened. Obviously, when we talked last week, the Clippers were coming in on a six-game win streak. They did have that big showdown with the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers got on the board with their first win in three matchups against the Clippers, and then the Clippers were able to respond with a whooping of the Warriors on Tuesday, uh, and that obviously the last basketball that we'll see for quite some time. So we'll talk about all of that on this week's episode. So thanks for tuning in. We know that most of us uh, probably hanging out at home, not really doing much. So perfect time to listen to some podcasts and the Believe in Clippers podcast here. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into it here on the Believe Podcast Network. Don't go away. This podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. You can wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install that costs a fortune, or you can get Simply Safe, the two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety with outdoor cameras and doorbells that alert you to anyone approaching inside. There's also entry, motion, and glass break sensors that guard inside. You can set up the system all by yourself, and it only takes 30 minutes. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice 24-7. 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get your free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. And as we get into it here on the Believe in Clippers podcast, as we said, it's a unique and unprecedented time here in the country and, of course, for the NBA and the Clippers with the NBA season being suspended Right now, at least 30 days until 
we kind of get another answer to see how well this thing has been contained, if we'll be able to see basketball again anytime soon. And, and if that happens, and when it does return, will there be fans allowed in the stands? That's kind of where we were at a week or two ago when we were kind of getting prepared for the, the possibility of games being played without fans in the stands. And and just this week, of course, the Clippers played the Warriors in their last game before this break. That game was in the Bay Area, who's been dealing with you know effects of this coronavirus and the outbreak up there. And they were going to be the first team. They had already announced that Thursday their game against the Brooklyn Nets was going to be played at the Chase Center without fans. And then, of course, this thing, as we said, escalated just so quickly on Wednesday night uh, before that when the Thunder were supposed to play the Jazz. And, uh, you know, this thing really spiraled quickly. Obviously, that game was mere seconds, moments away from tipping off between the Jazz and the Thunder in Oklahoma City before the Thunder training staff came running out. Of course, later known that Rudy Colbert had tested positive for the coronavirus and then later on that uh, his teammate uh, Donovan Mitchell had been infected as well. And just that game being canceled kind of right under the wire and, and kind of the the unease and panic that that developed uh, and set off here in the NBA and immediately led to the suspension of the NBA. It's just uh, really crazy. And it honestly feels like watching a, a movie that you've seen over and over again, whether it's Outbreak or Contagion or any of these uh, disaster illness movies that have been out there for years where you kind of see this process play out. But obviously, it's real life. It's happening on this scale. And the first time we've ever seen anything like this in terms of games being canceled, seasons being suspended, multiple sports across the landscape being canceled. So it's certainly something that needs to be taken very seriously. And honestly, the United States, we're probably behind in our response to this thing. And that's why it's gotten to this point. But that's here, neither here nor there at this point. But it's something that has to be taken seriously. And I think that's the biggest lesson to be taken from the whole Rudy Gobert situation, which I know a lot of people are upset about, and I think rightfully so. You know, Rudy, of course, has apologized and been contrite since then. But just the incident of him being at a press conference, you know, probably making light of it, trying to ease the the tension of the situation. But in a press conference with the reporters, you know, mandated sitting a couple of feet away, however far they need to be, and then touching all the microphones as he leaves to make a joke out of it. And then it turns out you know, a few hours later, or a few days later, rather, Rudy Gobert tests positive for the coronavirus. His jazz teammates, according to Woj, who's the most trusted guy out there, upset with him not only for that incident, but for just how careless he'd been in the locker room. And yes, we know that he probably didn't get the virus in that moment when he was touching all the microphones. He probably had it before then, but that makes it, that doesn't make it any better. It The Rudy Gobert thing... We know he said he apologized for it, he's contrite for it, but one of the dumber things that I've ever seen anyone do ever, and I know you're trying to make light of a situation, trying to be funny, but anytime there's something this serious with this kind of virus and you're joking around, touching everything around you, and then it happens a few days later that you have this virus, I think all the, the harsh feelings are probably warranted. And as you said, he's apologized, he feels bad for it, you don't want to you know, put his feet to the fire forever, but just a an unbelievably stupid thing for Rudy Gobert to do. And he, of course, is not the reason for the NBA shutting down the season. This, of course, was coming. We already were talking about the prospect of, of teams playing in empty arenas. And this was something that, as we said, the United States was just behind on, not really fully prepared for. And that's why we're in the, sa- the situation that we're in now. But anytime you have someone exacerbating it or not taking it seriously, making things worse, as Rudy Gobert did, uh, people are going to be upset, and I said I think rightfully so. 
It makes sense why the Jazz players would be upset, why other NBA players would be upset. Donovan Mitchell, of course, uh, diagnosed with the virus as well. So, uh, you know, of course we wish anyone sick from this virus to be well. Uh, and the important thing said, learn these lessons and now hopefully carry them over into this period of social distancing where a lot of people are going to be at home, working from home, uh, and hopefully having this thing come to an end sooner rather than later where we can get back to, to NBA basketball. And that's kind of where we're sitting waiting now. Of course, here on this podcast, job is to talk about the Clippers and their season. Right now, that's up in the air. We will, going forward on some future future episodes, mix it up, have some fun, talk about past moments, things we're looking forward to as well. So we'll keep this thing going. But uh, on this episode here, as we said, it's uncharted territory. This is something that has never happened before in the NBA and just pile it on top of what has already been just still here in early March, just a, an awful year for the NBA and for really the world in general. Of course, in the NBA world, former Commissioner David Stern passing away, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and everyone else in the helicopter crash, and now this global pandemic reaching this level where we're seeing the NBA get suspended, as we said, March Madness, sports around the country and the globe. Uh, it's something that uh, hopefully, as we said, lessons can be learned, but this is just a, a tough year, to put it honestly, and it's still just barely two months in as we're into month number three. So 2020, not off to the start that I don't think any of us wanted, and, and we'll see how the, the league gives us updates in response to this. We know that Adam Silver said 30 days uh, until we hear anything else, and I think that's going to be the interesting thing going forward. When we finally are able to play again, what is it going to be like? What's the date going to be? Are they going to go right into the playoffs and give those teams that were in the 9, 10 spots battling for spots, are they just going to be out of luck? Uh, or are we going to push the season potentially all the way back into July and August if it takes that that far? And then how does that affect upcoming seasons and, and the schedule for the NBA from there? So these are a lot of questions that I'm sure not only fans have, but I think teams have for the NBA League office. And right now, everyone's just kind of in a holding pattern because no one really knows. So uh, this is a, a time where I think, obviously, there's no real positives to take from it. But if you try to look for any tiny bit of sliver, at least on the basketball level of things, for the Clippers, we know that they've been a team that has dealt with a ton of injuries. Of course, Lou Williams missed the last ball game. They've had pretty much everyone important in the lineup outside of Montrez miss fairly significant time this year. So the the time off for them, at least health-wise, should be something that will help them and help other teams around the league. And you always want to see everyone at their full strength. I think that'll at least give most teams in the league an opportunity to do that. So that's one tiny bit of positive in this kind of sea of of ugliness and despair that we're in right now. But I think Mark Cuban put it best when he was saying, this is bigger than basketball, obviously. this It, it definitely sucks to not have NBA basketball right now, and it's hard to know really what to do when you're used to you know throwing yourself into it, whether it's being a fan or a commentator or a player or whatever it is, that this is really important for a lot of people. But when you take a step back, obviously, uh, it puts it in perspective where people are being sick, people are dying, this thing is spreading. There obviously are more important things, and I think that's at least been an encouraging thing to see the reaction of all these leagues taking the right steps and, and not putting all these people at risk and together. And We've still seen that in other facets of life. Just the other night, the Pepsi Center, they went forward with a Post Malone concert with 15,000, 20,000 people in the arena. And 
And that's how this thing is going to continue to spread if we don't kind of nip that in the bud now. And I think at least on this side of things with the NBA taking the right steps, they are doing their part in trying to keep everyone healthy. And it's just up to the rest of the country and being smart for a lot of people. I know that flights are cheap right now. You can go wherever you want, but let's be smart and think about this thing. And, you know, the health of other people is more important. Even if you're feeling fine, getting on these airplanes, traveling, it's not the thing to do right now. So you got to be smart about this and kind of just wait it out. And hopefully, as we said, this thing will come to an end sooner rather than later. But again, looking on it from, from the basketball side, and as we said, there are much more important things and definitely want to stress that. But uh, of course, the year that the Clippers are true championship contenders going to be another hurdle and roadblock for them. As we know, Clipper fans know all too well about the, the Clipper curse and really anything that can go wrong will go wrong. The Murphy's Law type thing that goes along with the Clippers. They, of course, have had an incredible year incredible couple of years with what they've built this team into and bringing in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But uh, right when they're knocking on the door of a championship, uh, it's going to be another hurdle that they'll have to climb. And of course, as we said, this is much bigger than them, much bigger than any one team or person. It's about people's health and safety, and and that's the most important thing. But I'm sure this has got to be a really scary and frustrating thing for a lot of people. And you can throw that kind of storyline in for other teams as well. And I saw I've seen some people on Twitter, talk about it on the Lakers side of things. You know, LeBron James, of course, doesn't look like he's slowing down at all, but 35-year-old player, you know, if this thing extends and potentially cancels the season, they obviously, they being the Lakers, have incredible championship aspirations and coming off big wins against the Bucks and, of course, the Clippers. Um, so I th- I'm sure there's a lot of teams that feel that way, that this is not only maybe their specific chance, but a real chance to do something special and unprecedented. And obviously in the Clippers side of things, still looking for their first conference finals. They have aspirations to get to the finals, to win the finals. So th- those are things that, of course, will be, of course, in play if if and when we get back to basketball. But right now, as we said, we just really don't know. So uh, it's tough to really go forward right now and talk about past games and future games and, and look forward to that when said we're at least a month away from basketball right now. We did mention the Clippers-Lakers game the other week was really hard-fought, intense game. I don't think it was really truly well-played, especially on the Clippers' end. Um, LeBron James, of course, was fantastic. He made big plays down the stretch. It seems like in every one of these three Clipper-Laker games, one random Laker has really stepped up big and had an out-of-body experience. And matchup one, it was Danny Green going for 27. He was non-existent in the most recent game. Uh, Kyle Kuzma had a huge game in Game 2. Of course, those are both games the Clippers won. This most recent one, Avery Bradley, the former Clipper, hit 6 of 12 from three-point range. So I think for the Clippers, you have to feel good even despite the loss. You know, Kawhi Leonard has still had over 20, didn't play his most dominant or great game, had moments, but wasn't his best. Paul George was incredible at 31 points, but didn't really get the ball in the fourth quarter. And then outside of that, Montrez was great, but no one else really played up to their real level uh, in that ball game, and you still had chances to come away with a win where a couple of things here and there, you make you make the right plays, you can come away with that win. And I do think it was a little bit of holding their hand back in terms of the Clippers. They had, of course, Lou Williams out there in crunch time when he was kind of being picked on in the pick and roll. I think in future matchups, especially with how well Reggie Jackson has played, you'll see a lot more of him. Patrick Beverly didn't have his best game. Really, as we said, no one really played that well outside of 
Paul George in the ball game and maybe Montrez. So you you take all of that into account, see that still a winnable game, uh, and you kind of go back as I said to the drawing board and, and see that you probably have a few more things up your sleeves. Whereas on the other side, the Lakers really kind of showed their playoff plan. They didn't play Dwight Howard in the fourth quarter. They went smaller. Uh, they went to kind of their playoff nine man rotation where the Clippers were still kind of in their. They were still playing hard, you know. Don't get me wrong there, but still in their kind of regular season mode in terms of their rotations, defensive rotations and schemes. So, uh, I think, as we said, when we get back back to basketball, we know that the two teams have another matchup to go in the regular season, and then of course are expected to potentially meet up in the playoffs. But as we said, right now, hard to really focus exactly on the basketball itself with so much else going on. But we do know that after that. Laker game, as we said, the Clippers beat the Warriors 131-107 to to come away with a really easy, nice win. Uh, and that kind of leaves us, as we said, in this holding pattern that we're at right now. Clippers, as it stands, are the two seed in the West, a game and a half in front of Denver. So they've created a little bit of separation there, which is nice. Three games ahead of the Jazz for four, and four games ahead of the Thunder and the Rockets, who are all the way down to the sixth seed. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens when we're finally back into play but as we said we don't really know right now so we'll we'll see how it goes but that is going to do it for this relatively short episode of the believe in clippers podcast as we said we will be back and continue rolling here until we say otherwise for the foreseeable foreseeable future to talk about kind of some old fun clipper moments of course give you updates on the nba suspended season and the coronavirus and see where we stand as we go forward but uh, we're all kind of in the same spot right now, so everyone out there, stay clean, wash your hands, stay safe, uh, and we'll be back here on the Bleep and Clippers podcast. This is exclusively on the Bleep Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA sports team. Do you believe? Go Clips. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.